Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump, Surviving and Thriving Life Nowadays. I am your host, Cassie Pittman, and today we're going to talk about um, an age-old saying, um, don't judge a book by its cover. I'm sure we've all heard it. We all have an understanding of what the saying means. Um, and I'm sure we all have some real life examples of it, if it's literally a book, um, or just, you know, the metaphor being used, um, in day-to-day -day life. So, um, it was funny because where I am, I live in Alberta currently, and we finally got hit with, um, a shit ton of snow. And if you aren't aware, I am also... 37 weeks pregnant, and I am solo 99% of the time. Um, so I am always needing, like, I need to take care of everything around the house. And, you know, shoveling and this and that is not exactly the easiest thing to do with a 37-week pregnancy bump. Um, and so something happened this last week, and I was like, oh my god, that would make such a freaking good episode of a podcast. So we're gonna, we're gonna unpack it. Um, we're just, I'm just gonna throw out a disclaimer here, um, <laughs> before anybody gets their feathers too ruffled, but there is going to be mention, um, very, in a very general form, um, of religion and as well, um, you know, generalized stereotypical judgments based on looks. Okay. So keep in mind, this is all just like general. Um, and it's just like the stereotypical thing that, you know, people associate with certain people. Okay. I'm not saying I believe these things or anything like that. It's just, we're just, we're just hashing it out. Okay. So like I mentioned, right. Don't judge a book by its cover. What the heck does that mean? We're not supposed to like judge something based on its cover, you know, like you see the book on the shelf, it doesn't look that cool because the cover doesn't look that awesome. And then you actually deep dive into the book and it's like the best fucking thing you've ever read. Uh, same thing comes to light with like people, right? They look a certain way. So you just automatically categorize them as something or you just automatically assume that they're going to be this way. Um, or same with like a job or a place or an activity, whatever it is, right? Like we, we look at it and I mean, it's human nature, right? Like our human nature is to see something, you know, way back in the fucking caveman days, we were supposed to be able to see a, a, a task in front of us or, or a, a threat in front of us or a friendly person in front of us and be able to make an instant judgment based on like the safety approachability or danger of said thing, right? So it's, I mean, it's human nature. So I'm not like holding it against us. And even I'm sure the fucking Dalai Lama does this um, or did this from time to time, you know, where they make instant judgments. But I think one thing, um, if you're going to be a happy person or live a good life or, you know, have good experiences, all this kind of stuff. And I think to be able to teach your kids um, how to address life properly, you need to be able to like not judge a book by its cover. Okay. So I've got a real life story coming up for you <laughs> and I think it's kind of hilarious. Okay. So let's, let's just go. Um, so like the little description said, if you read it, I have two neighbors, uh, well, I have many, but we have two on either side of us, right? So 
on the one side, and I, I live in a duplex, so that's like a house split in half, basically. The the one that is directly connected to me, so we share a driveway um, and, you know, like our sidewalk, whatever. And the one that is directly attached to me is this older, I don't know, she's probably like 55-ish, 60, maybe early 60s, I don't know, um, Christian lady. And, you know, she fucking, every single time I've seen her, she always, you know, tries to bring in God. And she's very much, like, her front porch has, like, religion, God sayings, and except, you know. Like, she's pretty out there um, waving her Christian flag Christian, right? And so then on the other side of me, so they're not directly attached to me, but they are my direct neighbors on the other side are these two men, a father and son duo. Um, and you know, from first glance, and I, I've seen their habits, we've lived here for like over a year or just about a year now and I've seen their habits. Um, yes, they're heavy drinkers, um, you know, typical like blue collar workers, you know, they don't, they look kind of rough around the edges, you know, we quote unquote like crackheady looking like just old and scruffy and like kind of skinny and you know, whatever. So um, couldn't be more opposite neighbors. And, you know, from first glance, by not judging, or like by judging the book by its cover, you would assume that my little like Bible thumper Christian neighbor is like, you know, this really nice lady who, you know, goes out of her way and you know, is pleasing to others. And I don't know, I'm no Christian. I dabbled in it for a bit. Um, but you know, you kind of assume people with like crazy, like Bible thumpers or really like lots of religion are, you know, they abide by God's rules and Jesus's rules. And we're supposed to like love thy neighbor and like help each other and be good, wholesome people and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you would assume that my attached neighbor, my little Christian lady, would be this, like, super nice neighbor who would, like, go out of her way to help you. And then you would kind of assume, by judging, that the, like, rough and tumble, like, crackheady, alcoholic-looking neighbors are the ones that, like, are not the best of people. Well, both of my neighbors that I just mentioned know that I am significantly pregnant. Know that I am at this house by myself all the time. Um, know that I am responsible for taking care of like the outside of my house, whether it's like mowing my lawn in the summer to fucking shoveling the snow in the winter. They are both well aware of my situation. When the snow flew and like it, everything, who do you think freaking shoveled the walk directly down the property line and would not take an inch over into my property to help shovel. And who do you think friggin', you know, I have cameras at the, on the front of my house and watching the cameras. Who do you think was the neighbor that literally shoveled my driveway around my vehicle down to like the, the part of the driveway that pulls off the sidewalk, my entire sidewalk, which neighbor do you think did what? Yeah. My crackhead alcoholic looking neighbors are the ones that freaking, and he's not actually a crackhead. I'm just saying they look like it, you know, like that, whatever. Um, but they were the ones that, you know, all of a sudden I'm, I'm upstairs and I'm looking outside and I'm like, oh my God, my, my, like my stuff's shoveled. So then I check the cameras 
And sure as shit, it's my little neighbor from the other side. And he, like, straight up shoveled, like, not even just the sidewalk. Like, came up onto my driveway, shoveled my driveway around my vehicle. Like, everything. And then you look and my neighbor, the good old little Christian lady, literally, like, down the fucking center line. Like, not an inch over. And I'm like, oh my god, like that is just hilarious. Because yeah, you would think, looking at the outside with a, with a judgment, you would assume it would be the opposite way around, right? Like, they were like, it was like the perfect, like analogy for this. Like the like they are, don't judge a book by its cover, you know? Because yeah, when we moved in, I remember like the good old Christian lady, she, you know, we kind of connected a little bit and there was a little bit there where I actually thought we could kind of like be neighborly friends and then it kind of just went south. But, um, but it's like, I was like, oh wow. Okay. So we got like a good old wholesome, like Christian neighbor. Like she'll, she'll be so good. Like, you know, watch out for the house and like all this kind of stuff. And you know, she was all talk about, oh, I'm a Christian folk and blah, blah, blah. And then we saw the other neighbors and like, to be honest, they are kind of even triggering to me because of the relationship between the father and the son reminds me very much of me and my mother and like that extremely toxic relationship where like you're definitely more friends and like drinking buddies than you are, um, mother and daughter kind of thing. So like, you know, they're triggering and we would see them out like cracking a beer by like nine thirty, ten in the morning in the summertime, um, you know, and just. I was like, oh, God, like this this could be bad. And then it turns out that they're the better neighbors. And, like, it just, yeah, I was just, I looked at this situation, and I was like, holy shit. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. And, you know, like, this was, like, the perfect situation for it. Um, and I kind of, you know, just wanted to, like, dive into it a little bit because, like, you know, why, should, like, why we should not be allowing looks to oversee our judgments and, like, draw up conclusions based on people or situations or anything, but, like, let's just talk people, um, based on, like, their religion or their class or, like, their pasts. Like, I know, especially as someone with a very heavy drinking past, and I've made a lot of fucking terrible decisions in my life with like my drinking, like my entire life, right? Like, it, like, fuck, I was just talking about it last night, actually. And it's just like, when I really think about like all the shit that I've done in my like fucking 12 year drinking career before I finally like got sober and stayed sober, like I've done some real shitty things. I've you know, put myself in some real shit situations. I've been a real shit human being to people. Um, you know, I've destroyed relationships. I've destroyed friendships. I've destroyed, um, work things. Like I've gotten fired, you know, because like I was constantly calling in because I was hungover, uh, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so as someone with like a colorful past, I know that, you know, there are certain people out there that hear my story and they're inspired by it because, you know, I've been through this and I got myself sober and blah, blah, blah. Or there's people out there that still just will kind of, like, there there will always be people who will just continuously, for no matter how good you do, like, I could go and win a fucking 
Nobel Prize award or whatever, and somebody would still classify me as like this fucking no good alcoholic, right? So, um, but you know, like we're so quick to judge people based on their past or like assume because they're a part of a, a religion, uh, you know, Christianity is obviously like the big one, um, or Catholicism, like big one, uh, you know, but it's like you think, oh, they're 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 better than because. Or, like, you assume that they're, like, of this certain stature because they fucking believe in God or something. And then, you know, or their looks. Like, there's so many people out there that, you know, yeah, she or he is, like, their whole fucking body's tattooed and they've got piercings in places that you didn't even know you could pierce. And, you know, they, they look like scary people. And then you get to know them and like they're like the nicest human beings ever like I remember when I was in hair school <laughs> and if she's listening she will know who I'm talking about I'm not gonna name any names um but there was this one girl in my hair school a woman she was like one of the older ones of the older for who was there she's not old but just older for who was there um and she was like fucking scary looking okay she's like dark hair tattoos, dark, like, makeup around the eyes. Like, she just kind of had that, like, resting bitch face. And just that, like, stature about her and that personality about her that, like, you don't fuck with her. Um, and I remember for, like, the longest time, I was so scared of her. And if you know me, like, I don't get easily intimidated by, by people. If anything, I intimidate people. Um, unintentionally. But if anything, people get intimidated by me because I'm very... Like when you, when I walk into a room, like, you know, I'm fucking there and it's not because I'm like, woo, like I am here, like life of the party. It's just my energy. And that's what I've always been told. And like, you know, so this girl, she like <laughs> scared the shit out of me. And I was like scared to like approach her for the longest time and blah, blah, blah. Like she just, she just had this aura about her and this look. Like, this look, she looked, like, fucking badass. Like, she looked like she would <laughs> meet you at the bike racks and, like, ring you through them. Um, and then, you know, I got to know her, had a good conversation, and now, like, five years later, we're still friends on Facebook, and, like, we cheer each other on, and, like, she's, like, one of the nicest people I actually know. Like, and she's so wholesome, and, like, she she's the type of girl or woman that would, like, go to the ends of the earth for you. But, like on the outside, she looks fucking terrifying. And, you know, it's just <laughs> there. And then, you know, there's so many people out there, like, they look kind. They look like they're a good human. They come off as a good human. And then you get to know them and they are fucking garbage. Like, I can off the top of my head think of two right now. Uh, you know, maybe three and actually like four. Um, I can think of four people like right off the top of my head that, you know, from an outside, they probably actually maybe three because the one you can kind of tell she's not going to be a good person. Uh, but you know, like the, you just like, oh, they're going to be so nice. And then you get to know them and you're like, oh God, like you are not a good, not a good human, not a good human. Like... I, and like I said in the beginning, like, I understand it's human nature and I understand, like, it's like a fucking threat assessment that it's just, like, ingrained in us from our caveman days. But 
I think like if you are going to go anywhere in life and if you are going to be able to teach your children, because I know a lot of my listeners are parents, if you're going to be able to teach your children like how to be successful in life is to not be a like flip of the switch judgmental person. We are all judgmental. And I think that there is a part, there's, there's a, there's a degree to which being a judgmental person is important because if you can't judge someone or if you can't judge a situation or if you can't come to a judgment about a situation or a person, like you're going to not go very far because you're going to be continuously walked all over. You're going to be continuously fucked over. You're going to, you know, be continuously meeting these people that are like no good or good, like no direction. You have to have a sense of judgment to have a sense of direction. But then it crosses over the line where like, then you're just too fucking judgmental and you know, you're judging the wrong people, the right way, the right people, the wrong way. You're all this kind of stuff. And so I think to be a successful parent, you need to then master it yourself. Like that is the thing, like totally kind of off topic for a second here, but like that I think is the one thing that I've learned the most in parenthood is that to, to properly be a parent and to properly like instill things in your children, you have to like master them yourself because kids are fucking intuitive. Like they can't communicate. They can't like, you know, properly for the long time and all that, you know, like they are like in full like survival mode and dependent mode. So like they are so intuitive. They have to be. So they'll pick up on if you're like faking it, you know? Um, and so you have to master the task yourself before you can legitimately like prop, excuse me, properly like instill it in your children. And so for you to be properly instilling like a, a, a healthy amount of judgment and you know, really ingrain this whole, like, don't judge a book by its cover thing, which I think is very important. Um, you have to master it yourself. Right. And so I think like, yeah, if you're going to go anywhere in life to any degree, you need to be good at that. And, and it's so funny, like how many times in life that exact analogy, like comes to play, like as simple as shoveling my walk. I recognized it, you know, it's just, it's, it's funny. Um, and I think it's, it's something, especially as you get older and especially as you meet more people from more walks of life and you start to know people's past and you start to recognize all these things, like you realize like there are a lot of people that have come from, you know, not great situations and are great people. Like how many of these people like around the world that in like these big, you know, famous people or whatever that, um, inspire millions of people, they come from some pretty dodgy pasts and, you know, they pulled themselves out of it and now they inspire millions of people around the world. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I, like even my boss, for example, like I'm an online fitness coach and I'm like my boss or my part, like I more consider him like a partner, but, um, he's like, he's my boss and he has a colorful past himself. And, you know, if you had just known his past and saw him like on the street, or if you knew him from his past, you'd probably turn around and go the other way. 
But when you sit and you get to know him and you listen to him talk and you listen to what he's overcome and you listen to how he lives his life now and all the things that he's learned, you come to realize that like, like my boss is honestly one of the best people I have in my life today. He's an amazing human being and he is like the gift that I was, that I didn't know I needed this year. And you know, like, but on a, and he looks a certain type of way. Like he, you know, he has that like stereotypical, like kind of Jersey shore, like douchey boy look. Um, and he's got this colorful past, but then he's one of the most wholesome, kind, driven, smart, like resilient people I've ever met in my life. And if you had just looked at him and turned the other way, you would never get the chance to know that about him. And you would, you know, be, you would lack him in your life. The same thing, like one of my really good friends, she knows him from his past. And, you know, when I first started working together with him, she goes, oh yeah, I know him. We used to hang out all the time, like way back in the day, back in the day when he was like a sketchy motherfucker. And I could kind of tell that there was a little bit of judgment in her tone because of his past. And yes, it's normal, but then it's like, you know, if people get to know me, they would probably assume the same thing because yeah, in my past, I was a freaking wild person who was just alcohol ruled my life. And I've always been kind and I've always been smart and I've always like, you know, under the covers had a good head on my shoulders and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, I was also not a great, I was also not great, you know? Um, and <laughs> like the amount of times that people will miss out on amazing humans or amazing opportunities or amazing anything because we are so quick to come to judgment based on looks um, religion, class, or, you know, past. I think those are the real major ones. Like what you think that rich people or like people of a, of a high class are better people than like, you know, blue collar people who are paycheck to paycheck liver livers. Um, you know, or you think that someone who has like, they've never been through shit in their life and they've just been like this great, you know, they've never experienced turmoil or addiction or mental health or anything. They're just better than the people who have struggled, you know, or, you know, like religion. You think that like something like automatically assumed my Christian neighbor would be this like helpful lady. And she has literally like seen me outside shoveling you know, because then my neighbor who did shovel my walk, you know, he's at work or something and didn't get to it yet. So I have shoveled it a couple times. But, um, you know, she's literally seen me outside shoveling and I'm like bent over for like a few minutes, like if not a few minutes, like a few seconds because my, my, my stomach is like, ah, oh, fuck, because it's, I'm 37 weeks pregnant. Um, you know, and I'm like, oh, and like, she's never once take like offered to take over it or like just done it the next day or like she doesn't even fucking like say anything to me like are you okay like you know and then my neighbor on the other side like when I find like because when I noticed he shoveled the walk and then I said thank you to him 
he was like, oh, no problem. Like, you shouldn't be shoveling right now. You know, uh, you're too pregnant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, we just automatically, I just assumed because she's like this good old little Bible thumper Christian that she was going to be this good old wholesome, helpful neighbor. Meanwhile, like, I swear if like a snowflake went on her fucking property line, like she would get that one, but wouldn't, you know? And then this guy's over here like shoveling my stuff at like six in the morning before he goes to work. And yeah, it just really goes down to like the amount of things that I think as a person we would miss out on if we we didn't really get our heads around the whole like not judging a book by its cover. And I have met some incredible, incredible, incredible human beings in my life that, you know, looked a certain type of way um, or, you know, I knew was like came from this past or whatever. And if I hadn't given them a chance and I didn't open the book and I didn't get to know them, I would have never had the pleasure and the gift of getting to know these people. And then, you know, I've, I know some people that are at a, at a glance, at a first thing, look like they would be really cool, kind humans. And then you get to know them and you realize, yeah, no, that's all a show. You're a piece of shit. So, I mean, yeah, I think that we really need to stop judging books by its cover. And especially, especially after the state of which the world was just in for the last, like, you know, through the big old C word pandemic, um, a lot of people have struggled. A lot of people have lost. A lot of people, um, you know, have come close to losing everything, including their life, you know, all this stuff. And so I think coming out of this, we are going to be confronted with a lot more people with pasts and situations and habits and all that, that we could judge a book by. Um, and I think that if we are going to repair as a community and as a, and as a world and all that is we're going to need to be kinder and we're going to need to be less judgmental because you don't know what per what a person is going through behind closed doors. You don't know what that person struggles with or has struggled with or has gotten over or has lost or anything. And if we are ever going to like recover and our kids are going to like, you know, be good people, just be a little kinder, be a little less judgmental and just open the book. Get to know someone. You know, you don't have to read the whole fucking book, but at least read the first chapter and then make your judgment after that. <laughs> um, I hope that you guys all have a freaking fantastic day. Don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. And if you're listening on Apple, please leave me a review or like a star thing. Um, otherwise, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys all next week. Adios.